Hola, senor. Senoritas. Senors and senoritas. I don't know what the plural is. I really need to learn Spanish. Like, for real. For real. I keep talking about it. I keep saying it. I do have the desire. I just haven't pulled the trigger. I need to get my shit together and learn some legitimate Spanish. For real. This thing has been on my mind for years. And oh, I just need to quit thinking about it and finally do something about it. And uh, it's actually extremely relevant that I say that because my guests today are the founders of Una Vida Tequila. Before I get to my guests, though, let me send a big shout out to Convergence Media Group. If you guys are interested in working with a company that will help you build your brand in the digital world, Convergence Media Group is the company to do it with i've partnered with these guys and the show has grown immensely since doing so we've upgraded our video experience and people can go to youtube.com and out slash outside perspective and check that out while you're there hit that subscribe button but you know these guys they will help you you know build your brand they'll help you with um a strategy to roll out and introduce your brand and to build uh, that brand presence. They'll help you with the actual content creation. They will help you with the full process start to finish uh, with creating videos and pictures and memes and stories and everything that's involved in building this brand and connecting with people in the digital space. I absolutely love working with these guys. I know you will too. So go to ConvergenceMG.com and check them out out see what they're all about if you have questions hit them up tell them i sent them to you i know they will take care of you and i know you'll be happy with them so convergencemg.com i love working with convergence media group can't get enough of those guys also i want to send a big thank you to jumbo superfoods go to jumbocbd.com and check out their full line of products uh you know cbd is helping people with a, a ton of different things, you know, it helps with, you know, your brain health and your gut health and it can aid in mood regulation and it's definitely going to help you with inflammation control, which is the stem of so many audio, uh, autoimmune disorders. Uh, so just a lot of different benefits can be had just by implementing this one cannabinoid into uh, your daily protocol. Again, I absolutely love Jumbo's muscle. <laughs> I absolutely Love Jumbo's Muscle Balm. I put it on my joints and my muscles after training jujitsu before I go to bed. It helps me rest, and uh, it's it's just been game changing since I've I've implemented that into my my regular recovery protocol. Um, you can go to JumboCBD.com. Use the code outside when you check out. You'll save twenty percent. That's right, twenty percent. Listen, not everybody gets that code, but they are doing that for our listeners of this show use the code outside save 20 percent and they are typically doing buy two get one free so throw two in your cart i bet you get that third one for free and then you'll save 20 percent off of that entire order who doesn't love a deal like that listen i'm from the midwest we love fucking deals and that's a hell of a deal so jombocbd.com all right my guests that's right, plural guests. 
Um, today, I sit down with the uh, owners and founders, co-founders of Una Vida Tequila. And let me tell you guys, this tequila is fucking phenomenal. It's so smooth. It's high quality. It's a. It's it's fairly priced. You know, it's it's a premium product. And uh, man, they're doing it right. They are doing it right. So I was super excited to connect with these guys. You know, I've been been aware of their brand for um, I don't know for a little bit now. And uh, they were on my list to to sit down with. And it took a little bit, you know, to to get it all worked out and and to finally reach out and, and sit down with those guys. And man, I'm just pumped to see what what all they have have going. They just you know, they announced uh, a big deal that, you know, they just got, uh, you know, finalized and rolled out. And they, you know, they announced that on there. If you follow them already online, you'll, you're aware of the deal. You're aware of the big announcement that they had. I don't want to share it here in the intro. We'll still do it at the end of the show whenever they announce it. But, man, they're just doing some cool shit. So if you are interested, I first want to plug them. Go to unavitatequila.com and check out their tequilas. They also do have some apparel you can check out. And uh, man, this shit is just the best. So I had a blast sitting down with these fellas, Zach Conley and Bryce Lobb. And uh, we had a great conversation. Man, they popped open the tequila. I'm on 75 hearts, so I couldn't indulge with them. But I did order some so that way I can have a toast whenever I knock out this round two of 75 hard. And uh, man, Really enjoyed shooting the shit with these guys. Without any further rambling from me, let's get to the conversation. All right, guys, let's gain some perspective with Zach and Bryce, the Una Vida Tequila guys. Did the thing. We're doing the thing. Fellas, Zach, Bryce, how you guys doing? Good. Good? Doing really well. Good? Yeah. Say that again, Zach. Doing really well. Okay, I had your volume too low. One more time. Chuck. All right, you're doing oh. well. Now <laughs> I can hear myself. That's there, weird. There there we, okay. There we go. <laughs> I was going to say, I can hear myself. Yeah. No, all right, good. You're doing well. Bryce, you're doing well, hopefully. I'm doing well. <laughs> Fellas, thanks for so uh, so much for doing this. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Yeah. I wish I could drink with you guys. I know. Okay. Oh, my goodness. So I did have this at Billy G's, and it was phenomenal. It was fucking phenomenal. So smooth, so smooth. We'll get to all that stuff. Yeah. But um, I want to go to kind of like the start of Una Vida. Um, before we get there, though, I'm going to let you guys each introduce yourself, right? Because if somebody's not, like, watching, then they're going to be like, who the fuck is who, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I'll let you guys kind of each introduce yourself, say some shit about yourself, and we'll we'll keep going from there. Yeah. So uh, this is Zach Conley, um, one of the owners and founders of Una Vida Tequila, born and raised in St. Louis. You're El, repping it. El Jefe, right? El Jefe. <laughs> El Jefe. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a nickname everyone called my grandfather, and so I kind of... Once I started my own business, I was like, all right, I'm taking it. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, keep it going. Yeah. My name is Bryce Lobb. Um, I'm one of the other founders of Unavita. Um, I'm actually from Wichita, Kansas, um, small little town. Actually, the biggest city in Kansas. People think it's Kansas City. Um, but Wichita's the biggest? Wichita's the biggest. Oh. Kansas City, Kansas, there's nothing. Kansas City, Missouri <laughs> yeah. is large. 
Yeah, but the Kansas City, Kansas side has all the cool shit. Like, that's where, like, the raceway is, isn't yep. it? Josh, right? Yep. And that's where, like, the theme parks are. Yep. Yeah. A lot of money over there, too. There's yeah. Johnson Counties, Lenexas, all over the park. Oh, uh, yeah, that is. There's, <coughs> a lot of, there's a lot of money over there. Yep. So you're from Kansas. I'm from Kansas. You, you Wichita, stuck around, huh? Yeah, Wichita, we, uh, we built planes. <laughs> <laughs> you guys build planes? Yeah, we are the air capital of the world. We got Cessna, Boeing, uh-huh, Spirit. So. Which president was from Kansas? Because here's the thing. I've driven through Kansas a couple of times. Both times I contemplated suicide, right? Because it's super fucking. <laughs> We've done it about a hundred <laughs> times from Denver. Yeah, I wanted to talk about that. Yeah. yeah, for sure. It's like, it's a long, boring drive, man. But there was a, <laughs> there was a president that was from there, right? Somewhere? Probably. Maybe? I don't know. There's, don't a, know. there's a billboard. There's a billboard, there's a billboard it's somewhere. Hayes. It's either Hayes or... I don't know. Jackson City or something. It's Largest okay. ball of yarn or something. Yeah, if you like don't that. know, that's that's cool. That's totally fine if you don't know. But um yeah, let's start there though, because I first kind of became aware of obviously the brand, probably like maybe quite a few people maybe on social if they haven't yeah. met you guys face to faces. You see Andy Frisell always wearing the hats, <laughs> right? <Isn't laughs> Sold it? a lot of hats with him wearing it. That's fucking <laughs> it's a dope hat. It looks yeah. great, great quality, right? The yeah. patch on the hat is where it's at. Um but then I saw a story, and he was like, this dude literally fucking drove from Denver like 16 times. I'm like, that's interesting as shit. So, like, let's talk about that. Tell me about that. So we kind of got our start in the alcohol industry in Denver, Colorado. Okay. Uh, once I graduated from school, moved out there um, to work for the family company, realized I couldn't sell a battery to save my life. So <laughs> I started working in the alcohol industry with another tequila brand. Okay. Bryce was working um, – with a Bloody Mary mix company, so we started doing events together. Oh. That's how we met. And you were still stationed in Kansas at this time? No, I no. lived in Denver, too. You also lived in Denver, so you yep. both met in Denver? Yep. yes. Right, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> we both kind of built our brands that we worked for substantially. Yeah. Um, never had any equity in either of our companies. Yeah. And the time came, literally, Bryce called me, asked me to go to lunch, and he said, hey, are you guys hiring? So what? What do you mean? He's like I quit. He's like, well, shit, I just quit two days ago. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> so that's awesome. So you, neither one of you knew that each other quit, and then you no. just had this meeting. Yeah. So I had, yeah, I mean, we met because his fiance and my wife were both teachers. Okay. Uh, they had some teacher party that we got dragged to, um, and he <laughs> was he was standing in the kitchen with a bottle of tequila, and I show up with a bottle of Bloody Mary mix. I was like, oh, you're in the industry too, and he was like, yeah. So. He starts doing what we do now, which is educate people on tequila and starts telling me all about it. I knew what most people know, which is I had a horror story in college. And um, so I just immediately found it fascinating. He just kept educating me and we kept drinking Bloody Maria's and taking shots of tequila. And, yeah. um, you know, we started working together, uh, both different brands, but we started selling together. We do tastings at liquor stores together. We did taco festivals together. Yeah. Everything like that. Um I kept finding it more and more fascinating that when he would travel down to Guadalajara, I'd be like, hey, man, if I pay my way, can I come learn more about this? Um, so I'd travel down there with him, learn more about it. And, yeah. You know, eventually, like he said, I, I, I kind of was done with the people I was working with and wanted to get in and on tequila. Okay. Um, and so I asked him, I was like, hey, you want to grab lunch today? And he said, sure. And I sat there and said, you know, by chance, are you guys hiring? And he just kind of <laughs> laughed. And he was like, well, I haven't really told anyone, but I quit the other day. Yeah. Well, why'd you quit? <laughs> too many too many chiefs, not enough Indians. Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, 
and the, just not an environment yeah, or culture the, you want to be know, a part of anymore. Right. Yeah. Right. And I was really good at what we were doing, and then it was just, you know, there was no – I had hit a ceiling, and there were some issues. The owner was – in his mid seventies, so his idea of marketing and things yeah. really just didn't yeah, make you sense. just had you, you saw you, you could do it a better way, yes. essentially, right? Yes. In a nutshell. Yeah. So then, where where did the where like what was the birth of Unavita? Like, where did this concept come? Was it in that conversation at that in that moment where it's like, well, fuck, dude, let's do this ourselves? Like, yes. how did that work? Is Started that there, exactly? Yeah, yeah. So I loved it, and we had the connections both in Mexico, yeah, and stateside. So it's like I had built those relationships. He had some with distributors, and it's like. I can at least get us a meeting with everybody we need to. Yeah, because you, you already had those relationships. Right. Yeah. Okay. And we had other relationships in Mexico. Like, okay, I know five really solid distilleries that we would want to work with. Yeah. Let's go down and start the process. So what, like, what's it take to make tequila? <laughs> like, what, like, f- like, talk me through this shit. Because you yeah. obviously, like, you're, you went to the motherland and, and learned the process and developed these relationships. So tequila is what like, you call an origin of denomination spirit. Anyone can make sparkling wine. Champagne has to be made in Champagne, France. Right. Just it has to be made in a certain region. Right. Tequila has to be made in Jalisco, Mexico, and there's some bordering counties it can be made in, but it has to be made there. Yeah. And it's made with the agave plant, which is Blue Weber agave. Um, It takes seven to ten years for the plant to mature. Oh, shit. So, I mean, for this bottle to get there, I mean, you're talking a long process. It is such a process to create alcohol, especially good ones. Yes. Yeah, I mean, time. Time and, is, and like that's part of what I grew. I mean, grew to appreciate the spirit is the the art that goes into actually making tequila is fascinating. Yeah, um, and again, that one species of agave plant coming from that one region, and um, when you go down there and see how hard it's all manual labor still. There's farmers everything. out there. Everything. Yeah, all done by hand. Still. All done by hand still. Oh wow! Out there all day long. There's something really cool about that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like you said, it's authentic. Right. Very authentic. I mean, yeah. you go down there, and in the middle of the highway, in the median, there's plants. There's <laughs> plants. It's everywhere. everywhere. Yes. Wow, that's so cool. I feel like I just said something super ignorant because I said to make alcohol, and then you said spirit. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's an alcohol. Still, yeah. it's still alcohol. Well, I'm learning, though. Like, yeah. is it better to call them spirits? Is that is that what the in crowd does? <laughs> There's a, some shit in the industry that's yeah. yeah. Well, industry folks like they speak different than other yeah, people. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And we don't tend to spend, speak like those guys though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like shit. Bryce is over there saying spirit. It's like fuck. You sound like a hillbilly. I don't. Know. <laughs> Y'all got some alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> shit, Just that tequila. Yep. Yeah. Shoot. Shoot. Um. That's dope. So fuck. What? So, I had a buddy. It's it's kind of funny. It's kind of like a small world type shit. Yeah. You were doing a tasting, I think, um, probably at like Friar Tucks one day, yeah. and um, we're has we're getting together with some friends to I think for like a it was for a friend's birthday, and my one friend got my buddy some tequila, and ended up being yours. And he's like, yeah, man, like I met one of the guys at the place, and like he was just super nice and fucking. He was just telling me about all this, and like you saying how informative you were. Yeah. I'm like, dude. I go, is it Unavita? He goes, yeah, it is. And I was like, dude, fucking small world. Like, I'm That's about to wild. sit down with those guys eventually. Like this is before we actually like. Yeah. Locked down a day, yeah. but it was gonna happen. I already knew. Dude, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's cool, man. You guys are grinders, man. You guys have been hustling, so it's a thing that I think a lot of people still lose. And yeah, sales is knocking yeah. on doors, calling people, introducing yourself, shaking hands, meeting yeah. people, telling people about your product. As long as your product's good and you know how to talk about it and yeah. inform people, that bottle by bottle message can spread quickly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Sorry, I didn't mean oh, to. Say yeah. what you're going to say, dude. No, we're both Midwest guys that the Midwest gets overlooked uh, when it comes to brand building, especially in tequila. Yeah. Uh, that a lot of these bigger guys just throw the tequila at the distributor and say, do your thing. Right. We're off to California. We're off to New York to yeah. know, work in these markets. And so for us, it's just knocking on doors, meeting people, and right. time after time, traveling to wherever we need to be. Yeah. Um, and building those relationships. Right. A lot of the time. Make a friend, make a sale, right? Yep. Dude, it's that simple. It is. It's that simple. It really, it really fucking is, is dude. Just Helping people. If you, Hey, you don't do well with premium tequila sales. What can I do to help you? Let me educate your staff. Let me educate your customers. Yeah. You know, it just goes. I mean. Dude, it's so weird the times that we live in because, and I'm, I'm actually, it, this is something I've been thinking about a lot. I'm, I'm kind of guilty of this. It's easy to fall into this trap to where you feel like if you're not like killing it on like online on social <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's yeah. like it's like dude then what the fuck am i doing with my life like i got to build these followers blah 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 but it's like you quickly realize and the more at least i've quickly realized the more i've been talking to people and like the more successful people i meet and it's just like the amount of successful people who are not online is vast a majority yes. a fucking majority yes. like you, people need to realize that life is still lived in the real world yes. and like that's how businesses and brands are still built <laughs> like it's it, it's so fucking crazy that you know it's an ass you know what i mean people like fall into that that belief right. yeah, it's a it, tool you can utilize yeah but other than that if you Business is still done face to face. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, you can sell things online, everything like that, but for the most part, those online sales for us, I mean, are people that met us um, personally, right? And then want to go online and buy something after, right? I mean, like I did a tasting the other day, and then people went online after and bought shirts and hats, and yeah, um, that they weren't going to do before had they probably not met me. Exactly. So, but it's like we're in the era of the like the celebrity entrepreneur. Which is like a weird. I don't even like the word. Is isn't it weird though? I don't like it. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Yeah. I've got the. I saw a story the other day of a girl that has like ten million followers and released a T-shirt and sold less than ten. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And she was crying on her Instagram. No one bought my shit. No yeah, no one cares. No one cares. <laughs> <at all. laughs> no one cares. Yeah. you're giving us the goods for free. Yeah. We always say, I say this: likes don't sell bottles. No, no. not at all. Not at all. Yeah, no entrepreneurs set out to say, you know what, I want to be, you know, just the most well-known person ever. Right. Like, nobody does that. No. You know what I mean? No. But we're in, like, this weird space. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's definitely affected business. So when you see guys, like, doing it the, the like, the slow or the old-fashioned way, if you will, you know what I mean? Like, fuck, Slow man. and organically, man. Yeah, That's man. what we always say, you know, we're not here to sell you tequila. We're here to build a brand. Yeah. And we, we could have launched every state and not done it right we're just focusing yeah grassroots that people it'll cultivate time yeah and there's compounds more, yeah there's more about it than just our brand like we understand to build a premium tequila is not cheap yeah um, and so education for us when we're at a liquor store if you're not if that's not affordable for you let's walk the tequila aisle and see what is yeah you know, we've tried plenty of other brands and you know i'm not going to bash on other brands but let's talk about what you like and your flavor profile and find you yeah something. i've sold more Luna Zul tequila. Yeah. Shout out Luna Zul. Yeah. I've sold more Luna Zul because it's a price point the same as another brand that's it's still 100% agave. Yeah. Which is what you want to drink. Yeah. That just speaks to your guys' character. I mean, everybody's different. We're all humans, right? right? You know what I mean? It's like, shit, if you can get them. Because then, you know, you build When they trust, have the money and it's a special trust. occasion, then they go buy Una Vida. Yeah. 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 
Because you guys set yourself as a premium. Right. Yeah, that's where it's at. So take me back to the beginning because I feel like I'm just kind of all over the place. No, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, like, all right, you guys fucking decide to do this thing. Yes. And then what's what's the process from there? Like, you, you, you fly down to Mexico. Like, yeah. you already have these relationships. So we went down there and were traveling back and forth, I mean, months at a time. Yeah. We would go back and forth. But ideally, what you have to do first is find a distillery you want to partner with. Okay. Um. Private label, however you want to call it, but thankfully us is all of our own formula, and so it's a whole process. But that's the first thing is to find find some distillery that you that you trust and you want to work with. Yes. Yeah. Are you visiting? So does is the distillery? Do they have their own relationships with the farmers, or are you also creating those relationships? Our new one, yes. Okay. Yes. yes. Cool. They Fuck. were farmers before they were making tequila. Oh, okay, so and then they went into the tequila. Yes. Yep. Nice. So what are they like? Who can you can you tell me who your people are? <laughs> is that is am I asking too much information? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about the cartel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to go missing. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. No. No, it's it, they're a great family. Yeah. Um they've been like I said, they've been growing agave fifth generation oh, shit. agave farmers. So that's what they do. Well and that's what happened is now with the instead of the price of the agave has skyrocketed, so they've got all this land. They're like, well, what should we do with all this agave? It's time to start making tequila. What What do you do with it otherwise? You can make clothing. You can oh. make a, a substitute for cardboard. They oh, do. really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's pretty You can eat it. Yeah. You can eat it? Well, obviously, if you can drink it, you can eat it. That would make sense. <laughs> 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 Shit, sometimes things like change chemically whenever right. you take them through different mm-hmm. processes. So I wasn't sure, but um, yeah, I don't know anything about that plant. At all. Everyone thinks it's a cactus. It looks like one. It does look like it's one. It's actually a succulent. A succulent? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't need much water. No. Yeah. It's a hardy bastard. Yeah. Think about it. They don't grow on I think on these are own. succulents. I don't know, though. Yep, I'm, those I'm are think. succulents. Yeah. You guys know. <laughs> but, I mean, it, it just they literally, and everyone, you know, you can get organic. You just pay an agency to be organic. But realistically, all tequila is organic. Because I they, wondered that. <laughs> The farming techniques are still that old and traditional that they don't, they're not putting pesticides on it. You basically plant it, and obviously you've got to wash soil and all that stuff, but seven to ten years for it to grow, it doesn't, it doesn't need much. So it goes through all the seasons, fluctuations of rainy seasons. So if you wanted to be organic, you just have to like come in and have like an agency. Yep. Yeah, and then they look at your distillery and, and stuff like that, and then you pay for that seal on the bottle. It's the all, US. It's all yeah. fucking money, dude. dude it that's is. All it is. Oh man! I just watched this documentary. Um, what was it? Fucking oh, it was Super Size Me Two. Oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> I watched the first one. I haven't seen the second. Yeah, one. man. It's not like I was like invested. In it. I had it like on in the background, kind of just like as white noise. And um, essentially, he was just kind of pointing out the uh, just like the bullshit in the food industry again, because he he started a chicken restaurant, is what he did. And takes you through the entire process. Is like it the same guy? Yeah, same okay. guy, same oh. guy. And he opened uh, like an actual restaurant, and like all the signage and all of the like decorations everywhere was like real shit. Like you can see an actual picture of the chicken and how fucked up the chickens are. Ooh. And he's talking about how um, there's like this health halo. Essentially, it's all marketing. It's like how can we make these things appear more healthy? And yeah. it's like like that's just the the fat. It's like you pay for things or you use certain wording or just like you get in on these technical like technicalities and like it, what's it mean at the end of the day yeah. right yeah like it was it was it was pretty fascinating talking about like this whole health hate like they don't say fried anymore they just say crispy but it's the same fucking thing i did not notice <laughs> that but yeah they all call crispy sandwich or something like everything's that everything's crispy now yeah. dude yeah so it's all about creating this halo this whole image of health so it was pretty fascinating shit kind of get a little peek 
behind yeah you know the inner workings of the fast food industry and how they they make things seem healthier but it's, it's really just the same cord. food yeah. Right. yeah yeah so i say all that to say it wouldn't fucking matter if you guys paid for that seal anyway because right. no. it's still good shit and i can still <laughs> yeah. we can still tell people and educate them that hey yeah and it's also gluten free and all these other things but of course you even have to pay to get the certified gluten free sticker and yeah that. just all this nonsense yeah. yeah so you just go out and just tell people yeah. by mouth now my buddy was telling me um these are these aged in barrels so that one and this one are uh, we use used American white oak barrels. So our Reposado's aged for six months, and then our Añejo's aged for eighteen months. Okay. So they're in used whiskey barrels. Used whiskey so barrels. So it's gonna pull some of the caramel, the vanilla, the oak. That's where it gets. So you're gonna get coloring. those notes of flavor, and that adds yeah. to the color. So that's a big conception is when people will come to a tasting and say, "I'll try the gold one," because a lot of people know. Not gonna name brand, but yeah, gold tequila. Yeah, um, to be called gold, it's just dyed gold to look like that. That's it. Just, just that's it. There's food dye. legally. It only has to be 51% agave. The other 49% sugar, water, a neutral grain spirit like vodka or gin. Yeah, and then caramel coloring, oat Shit. color. Is you that can common? That's there's it's a mixto. Is that two is types of tequila? There's 100% agave, and there's what's called a mixto. Oh. By Mexican law, CRT, the Tequila Regulatory Commission, which oversees the entire tequila industry. A yeah. mixto only has to be a 51% agave, 49% all the bullshit that gives you a really wicked hangover. How many people know about this? Dude, not none. A <laughs> and a lot of people will say I'm just I, now learning. Yeah. But those big brands have made billions of dollars of people not knowing that. I'm super conflicted right now because I want to ask who the fuck these brands are, but I don't want you guys to be in a position yeah. where you're like Jose bad. Cuervo. Okay. Yeah. So that's just not 100%. <laughs> I guess I guess so they, they have 100 yeah. they do they have do 100% have, they tequila do. line, but usually what people are typically your buying is your Pepe what Lopez, people have the drank shit, the rot gut is that. If style. you're going to a Mexican restaurant and getting a 99 cent margarita, it has mixed tequila. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, margins. I mean it's, they got to right. make margins. Yeah, they got to make yes. margins and that's yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. It's just but it's people good to be aware. Yeah, people blame tequila for these wicked hangovers. Yeah. It's like, well, you don't know what you're putting in your body. Well, vodka and well, whiskey are still 100% vodka and whiskey. Well, tequila is not 100% tequila. Oh, wow. So gold is food coloring. It's just little things. As long as it says 100% agave on the bottle, you're okay. Yeah. And there's stuff in every price point range that is 100% agave. Yeah. yeah. But if you want the real shit, like... That should be the first thing you look for. Does yeah, it say 100%? Yes. Like, okay. So That's why I was talking about Luna Azul was it's the same price point as Jose Cuervo Gold, but it's 100% agave. Oh, uh, okay. Yep. Yeah, so then it's just like go with that one. There's nothing I mean, added it's to, to the it. point where 100% agave, you have to, it has to be bottled and sealed in, the, in Jalisco. Oh, really? Just so you know there's no tampering? Right. The yep. mixto, you can ship up and tankers and then a person or a distillery can cut it with every, whatever type of water they can do Damn. whatever they want to it Here and the US, they don't yeah. even care dang <laughs> the game works on every level these <laughs> yeah. dudes are cutting shit right yeah man just increase it's all about the margins dude it is. it's all about the damn margins that's a shame i just wish but i had no idea right. so it's it's good to be like informed on this shit yeah. dude it's a lot of people don't it's it's one of the hidden mysteries i think of the liquor world but they don't want you to know no People like to be ignorant. Right. Yeah. Makes you feel good. Of course. Just just, just tell me what I want to hear, dude. Yep. Well, and there, <laughs> so there was a guy, <laughs> and it, I'll never forget it. What are you yeah. thinking? Just blur it out. <laughs> no, it's funny. <laughs> We've got horror stories of doing liquor store tastings. There was a guy, and I was doing a tasting with him. I'm like, okay, you know, this is the difference between mixed and 100%. Yeah. 
And he tasted our reposado. He's like, but it's not sugary enough. I'm like, well, I told you why this is all the sugar. He's like, yeah, but I really like that sugar and that caramel oh, flavoring. Dude. I'm like, all right, man. That's it. There's some people I just realized are alcoholics. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I drink a bottle, a fifth of that every week. I'm like, you're just an alcoholic. Holy <laughs> like, shit. That has nothing to do with you don't want quality. You it, just. It was uh, the first person that said, well, I like all the sugars. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's something I've quickly realized because um, I do like some health coaching and personal yeah. training is how many people's palates are just, like, they're not, it's not adapted to bitters or, like, right. anything of that. Like, mm-hmm. everything needs to be sweet. Right. It's been just so fucking, like, everybody, the way they taste has just been so mutated from the way we used to taste. Absolutely. Yeah. It's so far different. Well, and I, I mean, we learn it every week at a tasting that everyone's palate's all over the place. Because people come up and say, give me the smoothest one. Well, what do you like? Yeah. Are, are you a whiskey fan? Are you... Right. Do you stick with vodka? Like right. It's very relative. Yeah. So relative. I've had somebody say the Blanco's the smoothest, the Repo's the smoothest, and the Inejo's the smoothest. I don't. I don't know what you. Yeah. I've yeah. got an issue, and I tell him this all the time. We, when we were first coming out with our brand, we paid these what they call taste profiles. Where we send them our tequila. They come back and they say, "Okay, I'm getting caramel, vanilla notes, and um, agave aroma, and mint chocolate." shit like just the stuff where i'm sitting there and i'm like descriptions i don't taste any of this yeah <laughs> and they're professionals yeah man and I, so now i, I tell people be, like refined enough and they're and they're reading it and they're like oh okay is this what i'm gonna get and i'm like ma'am sir taste and smell is whatever you're personal like oh, you're gonna man, taste and smell whatever shit. you taste and smell do not yeah. just because you're not picking up chocolate milk milk cookie dough doesn't Whatever. mean you're wrong. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. Right. It doesn't mean you're, yeah. You just need to. You need the like the the Hoosier version of that. Like, right. <laughs> well, but it's I good. taste. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's good tequila. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. You can you start your car with that. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. It's all subjective, man. Absolutely. It's all subjective. As long as you like it. Yeah. That's yeah. all that we care about. As long as you like as it. As long as you like it. And everyone's like, well, that's too good a tequila to put in a margarita. And I'm like, well, wait a second. That could be the best margarita you ever had. Yeah. Yeah. Use better stuff in your margarita. Right. Yeah, you just use less of the margarita yes. or whatever. Well, if people are at the store buying just a store-bought mixer, sure, don't do that. But if you're using just fresh lime juice and, you know, agave nectar or something like that, you can make a good margarita with tequila. Yeah, yeah. Now, do you guys influence the like the, the cocktails at some of these restaurants and places? Or So Zach and I were never a bartender, and that's where people get kind of confused because they commonly ask us, what's your favorite cocktail? Tequila straight. Yeah, just drink it straight. <laughs> when we made straight. it, that's how we want to drink okay. it. But we've met a lot of good mixologists in yeah. this industry that have become friends of ours that help us build cocktails and right. whatnot for other accounts and everything like that. Um, that so we do have some influence because people ask us, you know, for a list. And every time a bartender makes something, I add it to a PDF. And yeah. when an account wants our list of but cocktails. Was, hey. Oh, yeah. You're just creating like a fucking book to sell. Right. Yeah, yeah for sure. Well, and even then, it's... Hot shots is different than Billy G's. Right. Right? Yeah. So why would I give you a generic cocktail that may not sell at one place or the other? You know what your customers like. You know mm-hmm. what you're used to making. Right. Let's work together and create something that, you know. Yeah. Let's do a tequila bomb at Hot Shots, and let's do a frozen margarita at Billy G's. So there's, you know. Yeah. Different clientele. Different, yeah. Right. For sure. For sure. What's that uh, What's that margarita mixture that they use at Billy G's? The strawberry marg? No, I just had a regular one, but little Oliver keeps us in business with frozen <laughs> <his> strawberry margaritas. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
shit. <laughs> it was just something I just remember of uh, like it just it, I just remember like it wasn't that sweet, so it didn't uh, like take away from the tequila, and you could still mm. really get like the shine through the tequila. And you did like, the champs mark. I did. Yeah, yeah I'm it, taking that off the menu. Oh, are you? Yeah, you putting like four it? new ones on. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> but well, so they use champagne. Oh, is that so what they do? So it's champagne, it's lime juice, and it's tequila. It's very, very simple. Yeah, okay. I just remember, like, whatever they put in there wasn't very, like, overpowering. I'm like, mm. what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, like, not in a bad way. Yeah. Just, I just wasn't, like, because most margaritas that you get, they usually have, like, a... Super sweet. Like, a hint. Yeah, pretty right, sweet. Yeah. That you're. Uh, so I was, like, expecting that to come, and it never came. I'm like, all right, I can dig this. Yeah. It's just a lot of sugar, usually, in those margaritas. Yeah, man. So that was the whole thing, though, is they would have crappy tequila... And so they would just blast it with sweet and sour and tr- to hide the shitty tequila flavor. Right, yeah. When really there's cocktails now and stuff where you want to highlight the good tequila. Right, yeah. It's people like to actually taste it. Mm-hmm. Right. Right, yeah. Right. If it's not so bitter. It can make a good cocktail. Like that's, again, where people think of a just dirt cheap tequila. They don't want to taste it. No. But if you put a good agave forward yeah. tequila, it Something accent- you can still sip on. It accents right. the cocktail. Yeah. Um, you think people are just kind of, uh, I don't know, they just have like their their thinking's a little skewed because you mentioned like you had a bad experience when you were younger, and I'm yeah. sure I'm sure a lot of us have, right? It's just right. like, and well, that when d- you can buy a bottle of, quote unquote tequila, right, for six ninety nine a gallon, <laughs> yeah. and sell them for fifty cent shots. Hell yeah, yeah, dude, <laughs> yeah. you're gonna have a terrible night. Well, yeah, <laughs> all right. Yeah, we all have that story, man. Right. Like when you're a kid, sometimes. Oh my kid, dude, you don't. <sighs> I'm just. Do I'm you know so how many times, like women and men in their fifties and sixties, like, hey, I'm sampling some tequila. Whoa, whoa! I haven't done that I, since. I haven't done that since college, and I will it. not be doing it again. Yeah. Ma'am, this is not the tequila you had in college. <laughs> <laughs> I promise yeah. you. Right. So listen, your brain wasn't even fully developed then. Like, right. are, like let's let's talk. Let's have let's yeah. have, let's have a real conversation. Here. Right, dude. It's fucking. It's crazy. But yeah, when you're that young, you're just buying you're just the cheapest and drunk. thing possible. Right. We might as well be rubbing alcohol. Right. Yeah. Like, let's just right. be real. It's probably eating. You don't know any better. I was in college when Four Loco hit. The real Four (laughs) Loco. The real. The real. Because I have caffeine in it. Yeah, Yeah, dude. This show will kill you, bro. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Dude, we used to do some crazy shit. Did you guys do Jaeger bombs back in the day? No. I I didn't get on the fireball. Flaming Dr. Pepper. I didn't get in the fire. I drank too much Hunter Proof Hot Damn in high school. Uh, See, now, I I got (laughs) fucked up in high school because I had a real bad night on Southern Comfort and some wild turkey. Yeah, bro. It wasn't good. (laughs) good? So anytime, like, that cinnamon smell starts, I'm just like, I got over it. But, yeah, dude, it could have ruined me for life. Yeah. It really could have. No, it does. And the people, that one bad story, they're... I could tell them all day it's a different tequila. They're like, I just can't do it. It makes yeah. me want to throw up. Yeah. Well, and I, and I can understand where the smell sometimes is the same that people go, mm-mm, can't do it. Yeah. I'm so like, that's fine. Sometimes I'm not. memories just connect. Yeah, they come back. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. Yeah, you're patient. Yeah, I'm patient. And then they go buy a handle of Fireball. <laughs> Rumplemans. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck? Well, there's your problem. Yeah, yeah fuck, man. Like, you're just eating away. Right. Yeah. You're in your insides. I think that's something that it is tequila is slept on, but it's starting to obviously come to light as popular as it is. Yeah. When you have something that's unaged, like a Blanco tequila, which is an unaged. Okay. A Reposado tequila, which means rested, has to be aged anywhere from 60 days up to a year in any type of oak barrel. And then in Añejo, which means aged in Spanish, is a minimum of a year, maximum of three years. Okay. So, but that being said, you have something, you know, if somebody's like, well, I don't drink tequila. 
I'm like, well, what do you drink? They're like, I drink vodka or gin. You steer them towards the stuff that's clear, it's earthy, it's going to have some of those notes that they're used to. Right. If they're a whiskey bourbon drinker, I won't even have them taste the Blanco. We start tasting the stuff that's aged. Yeah. So you can draw all types of alcohol drinkers, liquor drinkers, whether you're vodka, scotch, bourbon, rum, there's something for you. And it's all still tequila. Yeah. And it's just, there's, I don't, there's not a spirit that can do that. Yeah, it's like legit. tequila can. Yep. I fucking love tequila, dude. It just tastes so good. Yep. There's all kinds of great stuff about it. It's also the only alcohol that's not a depressant. Oh, really? Yeah, because of the fructose sugars. So oh. when people say they go crazy on tequila, there is a little bit of truth to that, but it's the only alcohol that's an upper. I always wonder what the truth to that. Because, like, me, it doesn't matter what I drink. I feel like I'm just me. Like, I'm always a pretty... Well, that's true. I'm pretty yeah, yeah, the guy that's like, I can't drink whiskey, I fight. Like, no matter yeah. what you fucking drink, you're going to fight. You're going to fight. Yeah, you're just an asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't blame the tequila. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. dude. Right. Like, I don't get that. So. Yeah. Oh, I can't. It's known as a celebratory drink. I haven't drank tequila. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah I woke cra- up in Pennsylvania one time. One guy told me that. He's like, oh, I haven't drank tequila. The last time I drank it, I woke up in Pennsylvania with three flannels and two sh- pairs of shorts on. Like, that is very specific. <laughs> like, he remembers that story. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. That's interesting, though. Like, Because, you know, like when you're blackout drunk, you can still be extremely functional. It just yes. means that part of your brain is shut off to where you remember. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? I think I was, I was listening to a podcast that was talking about this guy who went blackout drunk. I think he was from Kansas City, and then he woke up in, like, Vegas three days later. <laughs> three d- okay, three days. Blackout just kept drunk, going. Just blackout drunk the whole fucking time, dude. Had like receipts and had like a fucking tux on and like was doing all this shit. He must three- have been mixing more than booze. I don't know what yeah. the fuck he was doing, bro. <laughs> he got but some he, drugs. He went blackout fucking drunk and was doing all this shit, dude. <laughs> wow. I'm just saying. For days at a time, that's impressive. Yeah. It's actually. interesting without dying. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That's some interesting shit. I didn't. I, I don't think I had a point with that. <laughs> no, it's a good story. <laughs> I just thought that was some interesting shit. So, but um, yeah, I'm glad you explained that because I was actually about to ask you like, what are the differences in tequilas? Because typically, like, whenever I think of tequila, I'm just like, oh, silver and gold, right? Right. Yep, and right. I feel like that's just like the layman way to think of it. Yep. Very much so. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, regulations on tequila didn't really crack down till what twenty years ago. Not even that. I mean, even the extra añejo category, which is a minimum of three years, and I don't think even has a cap right now, started nineteen ninety five. I mean, the CRT was in the early nineties. No, extra añejo is two thousand six. Oh yeah, yeah. So the, it's a category that's just been created. It's within all the brand last new. 10 years. Fourteen. Right. Yeah. Oh wow. The actual governing body in Mexico, the CRT, was early 90s. Okay, yeah. yeah. So this is all very fresh. Are you sure the cartel aren't behind them? <laughs> well, in certain areas. In certain <laughs> areas, yeah. <laughs> so you said the, the max was what? You said three years? Five years? Which So, so extra in Yeho's three years and on. There's no max. Oh, okay. Yeah, you so can I was going to ask, like, what happens when you go over a certain part? It's an extra in Yeho. It's just, I mean, well, it depends on the— years, and they obviously advertise yeah. the, the, the years on the bottle. And right. The and it's going to depend on the barrel you use and— everything but eventually you start to lose flavor of tequila yeah like is there like a diminishing return after a certain amount of time with these things yeah i would i would think so but there's not it's so new there's not that many you're not gonna find well i saw a 25 year in yeho but obviously the the cost of that is astronomical i imagine so think about it It takes 10 years for the plant to mature yeah you're gonna stick it a barrel for 25 you're looking at 35 years to even Wow, that's a crazy process. Like, that's like one of those things. So, is that one of those things? Like, once you get going, you just like 
you just get it going. And then after, after the initial 35 years, now you just kind of got like this thing going. So you always have like a 25-year yeah, supply, right? Yeah. But what they do, obviously, um, Jalisco and Guadalajara is a lot like Denver. Um, it's like high altitude, yeah. climate, not much winter. It's very warm. So what you'll see is is along, you'll have a row of agave plants, but then they'll also, in between rows, they'll do two rows of corn. Because obviously, if you're a farmer yeah. and you're waiting 10 years to get paid, uh, dude. you're in trouble. Yeah, you're going to be fucked. But there in Jalisco, you can get two um, crops of corn in a year. That's legit. So they'll, they'll rotate rows of yeah. agave and corn, so then they're getting paid yeah. twice a year on that while the agave yeah. are growing. That probably helps the soil too, right? Different no, absolutely. I mean, you want a monocrop right. too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how long were you guys in Denver before you decided to kind of go where you guys are now? Or five years. Five years, yeah. So you're operating in Denver for five years? And so... When once we decided, old brands. yeah, old brands. Once we decided we were doing Unavita, okay, we started traveling here. That's Mr. Forsell driving and those guys. Yeah, yeah, you guys drove back how many times? Was that an exaggeration? How many times? No, like, it, no was, it was actually was it more? It was more. So was yeah, it, yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was more. Well, so the thing is, we never wanted to tell Andy that we didn't live here. So he would text us and be like, can you guys meet tomorrow at noon? And we'd uh, already yeah. be on our right. way back to Denver. And we didn't we want to be the weirdos that drove in from Denver just to meet. But we were the weirdos that drove <laughs> yeah. in from Denver to meet. It's even better. So we right. would just yeah. turn around and be like, yeah, well, man, we'll be there. Yeah. And we'd just turn around on the highway at <laughs> I-70 and head back. <laughs> That's fucking what it takes, though, dude, yeah. right? I mean, so when you guys first started showing up, you, like, legit had no meeting schedules or anything like that? So like, the brand I used to work for, I uh, was – 2017 summer smash 2017 yeah we were the sponsor okay got a hold of um aaron summers and yeah. sal and yeah he's a young entrepreneur and i'm like i really want to be a part of what you guys are doing it's so exciting over there and so we were there yeah and we were with that brand and met andy for the first time and um literally yeah from summer smash 2017 it was a brand i worked for to summer smash 2018 was a brand i owned with those guys yeah that's a year the difference a year can fucking make dude you can have a whole new life in a year absolutely people don't understand that absolutely you just go out and just fucking get it yep. right just take it like no one's gonna give it to you right you not at all no dude people i mean I, and, you know i don't want to hear a sappy story but i mean when we decided we were gonna do it at that lunch it was okay we're all in we didn't go get part-time jobs. Yeah. We, it was the first time we had taken credit cards out. Yeah. Because like, all this shit cost money. Cost fucking money, dude. <laughs> we did one like, part-time job. What? We worked late nights for a production company. Oh, shit. Those were, yeah. yeah. Okay. We did. So we'd, yeah. we'd figure everything that. out during the day, and then we'd, lear- we'd work like 10, 11 to 5? 10 to 5 a.m. Uh, setting up production companies for Jesus, like banquets. I completely forgot uh, about all that Lighting shit. and everything. I paid like 25 bucks that. an hour. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, you gotta do what you gotta do, though, and then right? we I mean, go from there and drive back to St. Louis and take turns driving. Not much I mean, sleep. You get your LLC, time. your TTB licensing, all that stuff costs money. And we're like, we were so all in that, yeah, it was all right. Time Front to just start charging just, it. Yeah, man, it's just like charge it to the fucking game, man. Yep. I um something that's always stuck with me. Um, whenever like I was an undergrad, I took like an entrepreneurship course. Yep. That's like the worst place to learn entrepreneurship, right? So <laughs> he was he was an entrepreneur, and he's like, that's my dual major, <laughs> dude. I was the president of entrepreneurship club, bro. Like, like, I did yeah. that shit, but it's like, really? So, yeah. So, and I was a big, you know, you hear Gary and some of these guys, you don't have to go to college. You really don't. You don't. Like, you're, you're almost experience. better. Yeah. Yeah. Just go out and do it. Yeah, it's going to fucking do it. Right. So, I ma- I majored in marketing, and then they kind of told me, like, my sophomore year, hey, if you took these other classes, you'll also major in entrepreneurship. I'm like, okay. Sure, like why not? So, I took those classes, yeah. and why not? It's cool, though. I mean, you get some exposure, and uh, yeah. the, the course I took... Um, 
the guy just had like a lot of different like local successful business guys come in and, yeah. and kind of talk to us. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the guys said like you you get you have to have a high tolerance for debt. Like yes. you're a bit, yeah. you just you just have to just, just you have, to have a high tolerance for getting punched in the face. Oh fuck yeah, yeah. you do. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's one of those things like Casamigos, uh, George Clooney. Brand. Everyone thinks of it as a celebrity brand, but it wasn't until recently we found out that they went ninety million in the hole just to get it off the ground. Oh, wow. And so he had to keep telling his people, like, stick with it. Like, yeah. we're going to do this. And yeah. he's putting this money into it. He made more money off that deal that they sold in four years than all of his movies combined. Really? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, man. You just got to fucking – just how much how much stress can you take? <laughs> you know what I mean? How many sleepless nights are right? you willing to deal with? Yep. You know, just the amount of uncertainty. Like, Oops. I don't know, but I feel like a loser all the time. Like, <laughs> I'm just now like, get us on the I'm like, yeah. I haven't had a fucking paycheck in like over a year. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, but people don't think about, well, yeah, dude, it's fucking, it's real life. It yes. Is. They don't, it's, it's balls. And then if anyone's like, well, what's the big, you know, what, now that people were starting to gain some traction, people are like, you know, how do you do it? I don't know. I, one of my, two, one of my favorite things, it's just too stupid to quit. Yeah. Because half the time I feel like I'm an idiot for doing what I do, but I'm, just too stupid to quit. We just keep going. Just keep doing it, man. How many times I call him? I'm like, ah, I quit. I told him today on the <laughs> way here. I was like, ah, I fucking quit. <laughs> I can't do this <laughs> shit, man. You know, I mean, it's just funny. It's, you know. Yeah. But you just got to go. You got to gone this far. It. Like, just yeah. don't, get, don't quit. Yeah. Just Sales are growing month yeah. after month yeah. after month. Mm. And you th- you hear it all the time. Like, don't focus on eight months from now. Focus on today. And, yeah. You know, Andy says it too. Win the day. You know? Just right. take it one day at a well, fucking time. Take Sometimes it one day. I think some days you can't win. Yeah. I'll tell you that. It happens, dude. Some days you're just fucking, you're just like, man, I fucking. There are days I go to bed to at 730. I'm like, today won. Yeah. <laughs> I lost. <laughs> I lost. I got yeah. kicked. I'll get up tomorrow and come right back at it. But yeah. today I lost. Yeah, dude. Like, some days just aren't the fucking best, dude. Right. Like, no. I've been run, feeling run down these past couple days. And, like, I'm doing the 75 hard shit. And I got through the things. But by my standards, I'm like, man, I, should pr- I feel like I should start over. But on the same note, I'm like, no, dude, you fucking did it. You right. just didn't. Yeah. You're just fucking drained. Like, some days you're just fucking not with it. You know right. what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. It's just a part of it. How many days in are you? I this don't is know. your second time around. Second time through. Yeah. Um, I want to say like thirty-five, maybe around forty. So I'm doing it with both of my brothers. Okay. okay. And it's they're both their first time through, and uh, I'm just letting the one brother like keep track of the days, and like I'm just pretending like this is just forever. Yeah. Like like whatever. It's actually not it's, a bad. It's yeah. A new lifestyle. Yeah. 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 Cause I'm Except ro- for when you want some tequila. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I know. <laughs> gonna, I'm gonna have to like figure out a way to like <laughs> keep this balance. Oh, because I always have this struggle with um, like. It's like, man, like, I'm going to quit drinking one day. Like, I tell myself that. Like, man, I probably just, like, stop drinking because, like, what are the health benefits or this? But like, but you can you can still be healthy and, yeah. and enjoy, you know, alcohol. You can have mm-hmm. drinks and, you, you know, right. have you – know, there's, you know, celebrations and gatherings. And it's a very central part of the culture, especially here in the Midwest. So it's kind of hard to get away from, too. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So it's like you can do it responsibly in, in, in a, you know, healthy way. You know what I mean? It's just like I got to find that fucking yeah. balance mentally. Dude. <laughs> It's, it's tough. It's a well, happy medium of finding. Are you guys ever worried about catching like palate fatigue? You know what I'm saying? To where like oh, it, I've already it, got it. Yeah, like you have something too much, you're right. just like. There are some I days guess. where I'm like, the last thing I want is tequila. I'll yeah. be honest. Yeah. And we try and break out from tequila every once. In a while. I mean, we had whiskey last night. Yeah. We had, you know, we we try other brands too because people always ask us like, oh, yeah, this is my favorite. And I mean, there's over two thousand brands of tequila. It's impossible for us to have yeah, every, every single one, one of those brands that has three or four different expressions. Right. Um. So yeah, we try and drink other stuff besides Una Vida just to 
yeah. get out there. It's also the end goal. Tequila's just the beginning of it. We want to start dabbling in other things. I saw yeah. you guys were fishing for names for another. Bourbon. For bourbon, yeah. yeah. Well, so I mean, a lot of people don't know this. is There's four or five major companies, Diageo, Constellation Brands, uh, Beam Suntory, that own 80% of what you drink. So there's a company called Diageo that owns Don Julio. Yeah. It owns Casamigos. Yeah. It owns Guinness. It owns Johnny Walker. These are all conglomerates now. Yes. People don't understand it. We're going to build one. So it's these people move. did and not. Yeah. 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 No one's no one's done it. Of yeah, you know, everyone's like, oh, you're just going to build it and sell it. No, no, no. I'm gonna we're gonna take what we've learned with Univita and the connections. Just if we go nationwide and say we're gonna yeah, create a go repeat. Yeah. yeah. Create a bourbon brand. These other Scale. conglomerates just bought brands that were doing yeah, it well. Once they get big enough, they just buy you and yeah. then add them to their portfolio. They either add them to their portfolio or they crumble them so they don't. So there's yeah. not competition. It's not competition. Yeah, it's just such yeah. a like it's such a common business practice, right? You just right. start buying up all the little yep. guys. Right. Yeah, man. You know, I'm reading uh, I'm reading this book Made in America by uh, Sam Walton about how he built Walmart, and um, that w- so something that he did on a regular fucking bit. One, he was goddamn relentless yes. with his pursuit and his standards. It was yes. fuck, it's crazy to yeah. hear these stories, but also he um, my phone. he he always shopped the the competitor. Always, and he never stopped. They were talking about like they would go on family vacations. He's stopping at stores, and he said he's like I, I was never interested in what anybody was doing wrong. He's like I don't care what they're doing wrong. He's like I'm only interested in what they're doing right. right. And he's yeah. like and I can learn from them. And it, it got me thinking because especially in his instance, and like before that, I read Ray Kroc's book, Grinding It Out. Mm-hmm. Like both Quench of the thirst, Jim Coke. I was just making sure I knew his name right, but is the story of Sam Adams, Boston Beer Company. Oh, I read that. It is yeah. phenomenal. The it's, way they, yeah. I mean, they went public. I mean, anyway. Dude, yeah, I'm going to read phenomenal. that. Great. It's he's, phenomenal. He's a good entrepreneur as well, dude. Like, yeah. I, lo- I love their beer. So they were doing their IPO, and instead of going, they went to all these big banks, and he just didn't like it. So at every six-pack of Boston Lager, there was something for a person that actually bought it yeah. to pick up, and they could fill out, and they could be an investor. The people that actually drank the product, they gave them an opportunity oh, in the IPO to smart. drink it. Yeah, yeah. He, st- he still goes out into the market and changes keg lines. Wow. Yeah, that's fucking. That's cool, dude. There, um, that whole region of the country is just like rich in like uh, in microbreweries yes. and mm-hmm. craft beer. Yeah, there's a there's another brewery up uh, around that way um, called Dogfish Head. Yeah, their 120 minute IPA is one of my all time oh, favorite beers. Favorite, <laughs> dude, it has like a very like lemony. Yes, it's oh, phenomenal. Dude, so fucking good. They bro. just got bought, didn't they? Did they? Yes, they oh, just got bought. Oh shit! Yeah. Sam Adams. Sam Adams <laughs> bought them. <laughs> Sam yeah. Adams bought them. I would have too if right. I yeah. was them, dude. Right. Um, well, a lot of don't know. He also he, um, Angry Orchard is his. Oh really? Twisted Tea is I didn't his. Know that. Yeah. All that stuff's good move. Good move. It's all those conglomerates. Yeah. yeah. But at least he started. He, he did. He started like he's, it. He started it. Yeah. 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 He developed Angry Orchard. He developed Twisted Tea. Yeah. He bought Dogfish Head, but I mean, they. Yeah. They played right in. This probably mm-hmm. is right. mutual for everybody. Absolutely. Um, now, what if they're small enough and, like, they're just kind of struggling and then you buy them and build them? That was bad. No. no, I mean they kind of got some little bones there going, right? right? There's yeah. nothing bad about what they're doing. It's just different than what we're trying to do. Yeah. Again, like well, obviously, I'm, it's I'm trying working. to gauge you. Like you guys wouldn't buy like a like a struggling company and like make them success. No, no, no. no. Just start no. it all. Okay. I want to yeah. start. We well, love building. I dig it. Yeah. I fucking the, dig the it. The brand. I mean, well, if they're about to go under, you'd still build them. 
Yeah, but it wasn't our name. Like Bryce I was self taught on Adobe Illustrator, Photoshop when we were in Mexico. Yeah. Like the name, the logo. Yeah. I will say Brian Teach yeah. helped with the name, so shout out to him. But shout out Brian Teach. Um but I mean everything, we designed it all. Like yeah. that building process. And we were talking the other day, like, cool, what if we're a billion dollar when we're a tequila? When you're a billion yeah, dollar when company. we're a billion dollar tequila brand. Yeah. I'm still gonna miss this. Sh- like what we're doing now, I don't. I, think I got I access love it. to you, motherfuckers, right like, now. Yeah. <laughs> but I loved it. Like, just, and I don't want to lose. That's why, like, guys like uh, Jim Coke and those guys, like, they still go out and change. I still want to go out and sell tequila yeah. daily. Like, that's what we love doing: talking to people, I educating mean, yeah. people. I still remember months of just bottles coming in from France and Mexico, <laughs> and you know, his counters just covered with different bottles. China would sell. China. Send me fifty different bottle designs. Just because I'd be like, hey, we're looking at starting something. So they would send me a whole bunch for free. Yeah. Oh, shit. So my Tons kitchen would be littered with different bottle designs, and we would just take them. Yeah. And we would put them on liquor store shelves. And people, the manager, what are you guys doing? Like, oh, we're starting a tequila brand. I want to see how, it, how, how it, it looks. Works. So this bottle, actually, tequila tends to be short and squatty in their bottle design. And your gimmicky. Patrons, your Don Julio's. It's very short. Herador, short and square, short and squatty. What, right. We right. went the opposite. Yeah. We went tall, we long went long. Slender. But also, we have to be put on the top shelf. Most yeah. liquor stores. Opposite of me. Tall oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But literally, so that was the, we went the total uh, opposite. Oh. So this, this bottle. Truly is top shelf in yes. many regards. Yep. So this bottle would not blend in with a generic vodka bottle. This bottle would not stand out in a vodka aisle. Yeah. In a tequila aisle, it's the complete opposite of everything else. Right. Next move. time you're in there, yeah, short and squatty, and then. There's a couple brands we really liked packaging-wise. The simplicity, it's not some skull or alien head. Tequila can be gimmicky with machine guns and shit. Yeah, it's, it's fucking silly as shit. But those are yeah. We wanted to focus on the quality of the juice. That's what yep. matters. You're not trying to fucking take away with... No, you want repeat buys. Like right. Those packaging. Right. You'll talk to people. They're like, yeah, I bought that AK-47 tequila. How many bottles have you bought? Well, just one about yeah. seven years ago. And they don't even... And I leave it there. And I refill it, it, on my it with something yeah, else. Just, yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. And nobody really wants the tequila. They no. just want the bottle. Right. Yeah. 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 But, you no, know, you guys learned. So, back back to where we were. Yeah. <laughs> we're all over the place. What I learned was that, like, Sam Walton, like, he didn't care about um, – he didn't care how he looked. Like, nothing he did was actually new to him. Like, he didn't really have too many, like, super original ideas. He was just like, yeah, man – this store is doing something that's awesome. Let's do that too. Let's try it. And he just incorporated it into what he was doing and then like roll it out. And then now he just changed like a whole fucking industry. Yes. You know what I mean? Like there's the, the recipe is there. You know what I mean? And it's okay to fucking look and see what people are doing. Absolutely. Doing well. Like, yeah. Fuck dude. You got to fucking learn from right. everybody. Yeah. Yeah, that was my only point. No, I mean, we came back to nowhere. <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, we spend <laughs> all day out in the industry, whether it's liquor stores, restaurants, and you hear about what other people are doing. And yeah. You know? Yeah. I s- we s- every it's tasting, I'm still walking tequila aisles, and we'll send each other pictures of sh- stuff Shelf we talkers, see we posters. Shelf, right, yeah, it never stops. What are they doing? Yeah. yeah. What, what are, are people they doing? doing? How are educating? I mean, social media, while it's just a tool, it's not the end game. Like, yeah. You can learn what other people are doing and see whether or not it's working. Yeah. Um, Have you guys had any, like, mentors or any books that you got like you like to well obviously Andy and Chris and those guys right I mean that's probably like the fantastic but we do have two two good Fizz is Fizz a phenomenal is a book. book I can't think word of, of mouth name. marketing word of mouth marketing okay it's a phenomenal book and profit uh, first profit, profit first. first changed if you're looking at to be an entrepreneur and start a company profit first that book will change your business right on it's yep. basically 
old school envelope system. Yep. I don't know, my mom did the envelope system when we were kids. Like, okay, here's the, the electric bill, 50 bucks. Yep. Here's this. Yep. I can't touch it once it's in the envelope. You're done. Yeah. It's almost the envelope system of checking accounts. But you're also <laughs> taking profit, right, like, first 12 yeah. checking accounts. But we know what's where. We know what you're doing. It's Okay, so, so you're you have giving up your a money checking pro- account per uh, area. We have about 14 checking accounts that just – when I when a check comes in, I plug it into an Excel sheet. I know which money goes Cost where. Cost goes here. We're taking a certain Extra percentage of profit right away. So we're already profitable because we're making it so. So yeah. we're going to learn to run skinny because we're going to take profit off of a certain amount of percentage of what we make, and we're going to put it there. It turn. So you pay yourself it. first type. Kind of, yeah, it's not really because we don't fucking pay ourselves. Well, <laughs> that yeah, is, well, you're not paying yourself. I'm just trying yeah, to, like, conceptually, company. yeah, yes. like, from a yes. company standpoint, right? So yes. that is what he says in the book. Like, we choose not to and put it elsewhere, but it teaches you to run your business off less. Right. Um, that, yeah, the money's there if we needed it to be in a different account. But it doesn't exist. But it doesn't. Yeah, and then at the end of the year, um, we're profitable. You know, we're profitable. You've got an account that's, oh, that's fascinating. we haven't that's touched so, all dude, year. It's a great book. So then you're separating, okay, I know. The cost, of, the cost of getting six pallets of tequila up here is right. this amount. We set that aside. So we're always able to bring up that more tequila, but then you throw a percentage of the profit in, so then you're doubling up on inventory. You're bringing things up. You're able to grow scale organically. Yeah. And our main account that is day-to-day operations, it's, hey, we've got this to work with. Yeah. Our Just because all of that's in those <laughs> other – yeah, our account hates that we have that many accounts. But yeah, Dude, that's a ton of fucking checking <laughs> accounts, dude. It works. They let, so your bank is cool with that. Oh, yeah. Oh, pff, yeah. Dude, that's where it's at. I'm like, don't touch any of that other – and most of them right. are savings accounts because we won't touch the cash for the entire year at yeah. least. Yeah, you get some interest. And then if you don't need it at the end of the year, just let it keep rolling. Yeah. 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 Bonus good, time. That's a good move, dude. That's <laughs> dude, a good it's move. seriously – if, so anyone's, right if anyone's really looking that ch- – it changed our company. Yeah. What's his name? I'm going to check Mike. that book. I'm a fucking It was a Chris Klein recommendation. Was it? Yeah. I would love to sit down with Chris Klein. I don't think he'll ever do it in a million years. But I would abs- – dude, you want to talk about a unicorn if you can get his yes. ass to sit down and talk to you. He's he's just so behind the scenes. Like, Chris is a super nice guy. Yes. Yeah. He's <laughs> been one of the biggest helps for us. He's a I phenomenal can, I human being. So, yeah, dude. Doesn't need the credit. Doesn't take the credit. Doesn't care. But he's as integral as – Anybody else's in that entire – he runs that thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always remember, like – because I worked for um, Chris and Andy back in, like, 2009, 2010. Okay, so, okay. Yeah, okay. I was at the Selfless Superstores, and um, this is when, like, First Form was, like, just going. I think they had uh, Ignition and yeah. Level 1, and uh, they had, like, one DB in Thyro Drive. And then, like, Formula 1 kind of came on the scene, like, right as I was leaving in 2010. Yeah. And, uh, like, I think Chris was still in Springfield at the time. Those guys were still – he was still delivering product. Dude, yeah, man. Like <laughs> yeah, it was fucking – And his red truck, I think they still have it. Yep. Yeah, I interviewed with Andy. Andy was still doing interviews in the stores and shit. Yeah. Like, it was just a whole different time, right? Right. But um, what the fuck was I saying? Oh, I just remember thinking of, uh, like – Chris as like the the quiet like money guy and then Andy was like like the face and I think I remember someone saying like like Andy will spend all the money on all the promotion and shit and Chris has to like keep him in check to make sure he's <laughs> not spending all the money like yeah. this is like they they work their dynamic it definitely yeah, works but Chris is a silent assassin <laughs> you have a I mean, is that you, the dynamic with you fellas? It is. It's a spender. <laughs> You're like, dude, we got a fucking go yeah. 500 foot balloon. Like, yeah. That's part of what the accounts are there for. Like, spend yeah. this account. Exactly. Don't Stop touch it. the other one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
That's but I mean, you play your roles, and I mean, he has things that he's good at. I have things that I'm good at, and they work together. I mean, yeah. At the end of the day, that it is what it is. Yeah. Dude. Not many people can work together like that. Right. Um, so, and same with Andy and Chris. Like, we're thankful that we actually get along. <laughs> yeah, that, that works out. It yeah. works out, man. Because like, you can't do it by you can't do it all by yourself. No. no. Yeah. I mean, you guys are like that's fucking tough everywhere. though. Like, and I talk too. Like being a solo entrepreneur, that's tough. Yeah. I mean, they're. There are things like I don't even tell my wife that I come to him and I'm like I got to vent, dude. Dude, I think, <laughs> dude, I think if you're starting, because it's like, would she care? Well, right. I mean, <laughs> I, it's also stress. So like for us, it's like I'm not gonna have I both think, of us stressed out. Right. That's I think true. a business that's relationship. That's, true. that's a good if point. Your true yeah. business partner that might be more of an intimate relationship than your than your spouse. Yeah. Because there are things that we have conversations about daily that. Why would I? It, it, it we're stressing out about it. So how's your day? Shitty. Why? Well, why do I want to tell you that right. Mexico put the wrong fucking labels on the bottle? Why do I want to tell you no. like yeah. these little things that would only make you feel bad? Yeah, and you don't want that to bleed over into every area right. of your no. life. It's good to like compartmentalize. If we're gonna have shitty can. moods, we're gonna have shitty moods together, and that's it. Right. And we deal with it with each other too. I know him. If I haven't heard from him, I know something's up. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the same if way. We haven't called each other by ten thirty or noon. Fuck this. He's stressed <laughs> out, and he doesn't want me to be stressed out. Yeah. It's like, what's going on? Yeah, dude, you really get to fucking know a person. Yeah, dude. You, yeah. you have to. The to. Many sides, you're, going the to war. Every, you're going to war every day. Yeah. And it, it really is like that. And people probably look at it like, well, you're just selling tequila. I mean, we're t- you got you got people coming in that can build bars, spend twenty thousand dollar spins, and do stuff that we can't. And it's and like, we are, I mean, we are pissing people off. Like there are people yeah. that currently are removing those big guys from the menus, and now the big guys are coming back and saying, "Well, hold on a sec, let's, let's come happened? down to Mexico, let us treat uh-huh. you." And they're like, "Well, what carried you there for twenty years?" There wasn't a local Shit, account man. that we replaced every one of Patron's drinks on the menu. Really, and they showed up because they didn't. They realized things. They had never been in there until they realized the sales were plummeting, and they found out why. And so then they came in, and they flew everyone down to Mexico, and the buyer was like, "Oh, thanks for the trip, but I'm not buying anything." <laughs> yeah. Right. It's a good. good they way only showed the up when shit was cool going shit. wrong. As I yeah. said, though, the Midwest they just overlook it. They right. these big companies are getting lazy. Yes. Right. Yeah. You're seeing that yes. over and over in a lot of different industries. They think the product's just going to sell itself, and that's one of our biggest things. Is when we sell it to a customer, it's like I don't want it to gain dust back of it back there. Yeah. You know, what can we do? Where can we work with your staff? Where can we cocktails, events, make you know, a move. anything? Right. Yeah. You guys are making like real connections with your yeah, clients and your pull accounts. through. We want people to buy it. Why would I sell you a bottle that would sit there and collect dust and no one? No and one that's why we don't. Yeah. Right. That's why we don't want to grow too fast. Yeah. I like, mean, you're at a good pace. So many people want to grow too fast, and then when you do that, then everything right. just falls off. You lose. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. If you can make your account successful, that in return makes everybody successful, right? right? So that's that's fucking a good thing. That's just good business. Now when you're at like Cybergs, we've got a whole entire (laughs) – so out of about 250 accounts in the state of Missouri, we're – and I don't consider Mission Taco a Mexican – restaurant like your El Maguey's or some of those we're in less than 10 Mexican restaurants dude um right up the road you guys are in and it's um fucking what's the taco place I like to go to um oh oh La Tahana. yes dude it's my it's the best Kyle's fucking, awesome the best dude, tacos in those the are city, the be- in my opinion yes Best street tacos in the yes. entire city, yes. bro. I've had yes. tacos it's all over phenomenal they're phenomenal that when I saw Mexican. you guys shit on the shelves I'm like yeah, yeah. that is true Mexican authentic tacos. Dude, that's authentic as shit. Yes, yeah. it's great. But we didn't go that route. I don't I don't want to be in at a combo 5.99 2 enchilada 
place. Yeah. No. We went total opposite of we're in all the sports bars. We're in places I like to go. Right. Yeah. I mean, Where you find we found out one, the Mexican restaurants have the like you said, two ninety nine or ninety nine cent margaritas, and two, people go to Mexican restaurants for the food. Yeah. Not necessarily the atmosphere. Well, people spend eight hours at a Cyberg's or Helen Fitzgerald's on a football Sunday. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to spend eight hours at a Mexican restaurant. No, right? like, no you're not. No, it, yeah. it's just not going to happen. Like, and, and it's different in different States. Texas, obviously they have a better appreciation for tequila. So these Mexican restaurants will have right. a shrine of tequila. Yeah. Um, yeah. You guys just did some big things in Texas pretty recently. Just launched this year. Yeah. January. You guys are fucking, you know, showering and, and <laughs> truck stops. Yep. And, dude, I get it, bro. Hey man. And that's half the, I tell him this all the time too. Half the reason I only have an Instagram because I haven't been active on social until recently. Yeah, it's just so in case when we make it, like people are back. like, yeah, you're, I can you're look documenting back. What's yeah. going on. Truck, like, no, this isn't glamorous. We did, f- we both did over sixty thousand miles on our vehicles last year. Yeah, yeah, dude, I get it, dude. I flew out to L.A. last week, or not last week, but last year, and for a week I slept in a van. Right. I, I, just, I, yeah. fucked, I was like, I rented a van. I just slept in that shit for the week. I'm right. like, listen, I got some shit to do, some people to meet. I need to do some podcasts, but hotels are expensive. It's right? cheaper, and yeah. And I need to get around, so let's get a fucking just van get, and camp out. Yeah. That's the difference is people don't – people don't – They're not willing to go right. through that process. Right. They yeah. want to be part of the angle. Yeah. They want to be an Instagram celebrity. Yep. They don't want to – Yeah. I, and authentic, that's another word, a word that, that irritates me. Uh, I know. But and that's what we try to it's do. It's like, words. hey, we're be you yourselves. Know, on our on our business page, we're gonna be promoted. On our personal pages, we wanna tell our story. Yeah. And that's where we're we're trying not to bullshit like we both quit what we were doing, went all in. I had a house in Colorado. He was in his apartment with his fiance. He moved back here and in with his mom, and I live with my in-law. I've lived with my in-laws for three years. Me, right. my wife, and two dogs right. live in her high st- her right. childhood bedroom. Right, like it's not it's not all glamour. It's not all glamour, but not many people are willing to do that. Like right. especially at our age, like are yeah. you are you willing right. to? Yeah, because then it's also a lot of compare. Well, how come you don't have kids? How come you don't have a yeah. house? You're gonna be thirty this year. Yeah, it's like yeah, but when I'm thirty-five, I'll have. Fucking six houses. <laughs> Dude, I, I think about I always think about right? the long game. Like, I'm 32. So it's yeah. like, I tell myself, I try not to wish away the years. I try right. to walk that balance of like, oh, man, I want to get here because it's always, it's, that, it's like tomorrow's always better type thing. Right. But yep. it's like, man, I think about like in five years, man. Like, by the time I'm 40, let's just say eight, holy shit, man, the world's going to be a whole different place. Absolutely. And I, the level of success, like, I attempt to, like, obtain is going to be massive. Like we said, right. you can achieve yeah. a lot in a year. It's crazy yeah. how much like a year right. can change. Like yeah. the people you meet, the like the relationships you can develop. Like an overnight success is never really overnight, right? No, it's, no. <laughs> it's not a real thing. No, it just becomes popular overnight. Right. Yeah. People are like, "Oh crap, where have you been?" Well, no, you weren't there. Yeah. And that's what I love about Andy and Chris is those guys. I mean, they slept in the back of their stores. Yeah. Like there is there is start from nothing as you, as you can be just regular yep. dudes just re- literally yeah and, but now you know obviously they're much larger and right well I was and a lot of people don't remember that but i mean first form's not even 10 years old or maybe they just are now 10 yeah. years just yeah i think I mean, just think now about, about 10 that's years still old very new dude it's, yeah it's crazy i was sitting down uh, you guys know jarrett right jarrett bond mm-hmm. yeah and uh, we were talking i was telling like dude i think people confuse the difference between being regular and being average and most people confuse those like 
Andy and Chris, like they're just regular dudes, but they're not average. No, no. You know what I mean? That's actually you know Ed Milet, like, like David Goggins, Joe Rogan, like you name somebody you look up to who's like a high performer. You know Tony Robbins, like these guys are regular dudes, probably. So maybe maybe Tony Robbins isn't regular. He's been <laughs> he's been he's been he's, been, he's yeah. been killing it for By too long regular, to be regular. But you know what I mean? You can still sit down and have a beer and have a conversation, right, with dude? Yep. You know what I mean? Like they're just people like you and me, right? You know what I mean? Like they like to do regular shit. Well, you know, that's they part like to of do what... cool shit too. But yeah. you know what I mean? Right. That's but, part of why I think he's doing the real AF podcast. He thinks people forget that he's just a normal dude, right? Living a normal life. Yeah. Like, but he's not average, right? People no. want to say, "Oh, well, you don't you you fly in fucking in jets and you have this and that, so you're not average, so you can't be regular." It's like, no, no, no motherfucker, like yeah. those are two different things. Like, I don't watch eight hours of TV a day, right. no. and I don't fucking stuff my face with powder puffs and just right. complain about politics. Yeah. Right. Like, that's what average people do, right? Exactly. Those are sheep. Like, you can't be fucking a sheep. You no, know what I mean, but you can be regular. Yeah, <laughs> you can be a regular person. That's totally cool. Yeah. Just, and if you're happy being average, that's fine. I'm not talking to you motherfuckers. No, but yeah, like, I agree. You know what I'm I saying? Agree. Like, and I we, tweet their own. This w- weird thing. But I can't be average. I can't. I can't. Can't do it. Nope. It's just not too good. stupid to quit. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I mean, it really. That's yeah. what it boils down to. Dude, the more successful people I meet, I realize like there's nothing special about any of them. You know what I mean? Like they're just people. Right. Right. Go back to that regular aspect, but they just don't do the normal shit. Like. The whole too stupid to quit thing, like you just you just do. I know a guy who um he's had a business for probably ten or twelve years. It's it's like man, if you were actually smart, this could be like a fucking killer business. But he's right. still in business after all these years. So right. it's like just imagine if you actually kind of know what you're doing. Yeah, but with enough with enough to, time, right? Always got to be trying to learn too. Yeah, that's a huge thing. Self development, all that stuff. Reading, being aware of what's going on in your industry. Because, I mean, it, you know, you look at the blockbuster could have bought Netflix. They didn't. Yeah, mm-hmm. just being arrogant. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You can't. Yeah. Got to be smart. You always got to be open-minded. Yeah. And y- you're never too good to learn. Right. Um, yeah. You know, I'm constantly watching YouTube videos and reading. I mean, I'm trying to get better at reading. Um, <laughs> I, I, it's hard for me to find books that grab my attention, but lately I have been finding, like I said, that Fizz book was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, now I'm reading one of the... It's a book about hope. Um, I can't remember the name of it. The author is the one that uh, – what the fuck? Leon gave it to me. Oh, yeah. Leon Johnson. Leon Johnson. Shout out to him. Shout out Leon. He's yeah. doing a lot of our graphic design stuff. Is he? Designed yeah. the patch on the hat. Nice. He's doing some – it's one of the things we're going to go into. I don't want to give away all of our secrets here, but <laughs> <laughs> how many people do you see in a Patron T-shirt? How many people do you see in a – Jose Cuervo T-shirt. You don't. You guys gonna start giving your shit away? No. We're gonna start, Maybe we're gonna we're gonna build the brand enough that people want to wear it, yeah. right? How many people do you see an Optimum Nutrition T-shirt? I don't know. I don't or know. Or a GNC T-shirt? No, no, no one. No. How many people do you see in First Form and S two shit? All the time. <laughs> All the time. Right? I live in Kansas Let's and I see. Think about I what they that game a long time ago. That's right. such a smart business move by Chris and Andy, bro. Right. Like they give away t shirts at all their stores. Yeah. But you they give away. But they quality. also do millions of dollars worth of apparel. Yeah. Well, dude, that's just I'm just saying, like, that's just like you're add it's a it's adding value. But it's you're, added value. Va- they don't just give it at a store like 
they get people into the store to get it. Right. So come spend money. Dude, you come in, you pay for us, dude. Cool. Like here's an extra gift, dude. Here's a yeah. workout shirt for you, right? Exactly. And then it also here's a shaker it, bottle. Yeah, dude. It's just like it's just good business, right? Mm, I mean, you're right. just building value and creating relationships, and then it just happens to also double as marketing, yeah. right? It's just like right. it's good business. But well, then and that's the thing is, and what I think the liquor industry struggles in, and I'm by no means we're celebrating our two year anniversary in May, so I don't have it all figured out. I just feel like we are aware enough to understand that even some of the social media games, these brands will just post a cocktail image. And then it'll, it's, it's a beautiful photo. Yeah. Beautiful photo. And the caption's a recipe. And yeah. then there's a beautiful picture of the bottles with no caption. Like, no one, I feel like, there's no really culture tell, or lifestyle. There's no telling a right. story. There's yeah. nothing. Nothing. People can't really. And that's to something decide. we've had a, a hard drink. time. Like, you look at the. I don't like social media. I know he doesn't either. But, like, you look at the analytics of some of our best posts are the ones that happen to be the Pictures two of us. us. Yeah. And I'm like, man. No, on Patron's page, it has over 367,000 followers. Check that. Is it 367,000? I'm usually pretty spot on with that. But, I mean, there's no you don't know who owns it. No, no. no. People you have no want, idea. People want to buy from people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 261. That was 100,000. Never mind. I'm yeah, not on <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But, I mean, like, there is that. When, when uh, yeah. is there the authentic? I don't like the, the word, but it is. It's true. Though. People meet us and want to see that it's not someone else running our page, right? And yeah. talking to them and yeah. you know engaging with people. It's, yeah. And now we, because we've got five thousand followers, people are like, well, we can run your social media page. Like if Andy Fursello can run a social media page with 1.5 million followers, I was I like, think we're doing just fine. Yeah, yeah. I think you guys just still <laughs> think we can do it. Yeah. Well, I think it's. Well, I mean, it is like that double-edged sword because I. I mean, you do like to get to know. Like I feel like I knew you guys before you guys even showed yeah, up, right. right? And it's like it's like cool, man. Like for me, I find a lot of guests or interesting people through social, and if right. you use it right, it is a yeah. good way to connect with people. So there's right. always that double-edged sword, but I understand. there's a lot of pros behind it. Yeah, man, but there are a lot of negatives. Dude, the last like two weeks, I haven't wanted to been on like be on there. I haven't been on I very much. Yeah, I go through that. And then I feel like, oh, fuck, I'm, I'm, fucking, I'm fucking up now, dude. Like, right. I'm fucking up. Like, I'm not yeah. engaging with people, and I'm right. not, oh, man, it can drive you mad. It can. It can, it can. drive you mad. Because then you start looking around, you're comparing all this other. Yeah. Because if you start convincing yourself it's just, like, it's a necessary part of, like, I just have to do this for business, then. It, it, then it just, has become that. It has it become really that, has. too, right? And then you start, I start feeling like I'm, like, losing the day. Yeah. Right. If I'm not promoting on there right. in some form or fashion. It's fucking crazy. Well, well and then you want to interact with people, and yeah. especially for us being a brand, from our brand, that's the thing. It's a brand page, but there's still people running it. We still run it. So to try to interact with cocktail pages, and yeah, you gotta always try to be as active as you can. Right. Some t- yeah. It can take a big part of your day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eventually, you guys have to hire some more people. <laughs> you gotta do more work, Oliver. <laughs> 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 Fucking Christ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm always yelling at Rick. He just ignores me. We're also picky. I'll be but honest. I mean, like, we have a certain way that we want our message to be portrayed, and that's why we like writing our captions. Yeah. And we like yeah. being behind. Well, know? nobody can do you better than you. Exactly. For lack of it's bigger than tequila. Yeah. Like, yeah. Una Vida means one life. There's a reason we chose that name was, you know, we went all in. We want people, you know, one life, one tequila. We want people... To just go all in on whatever they want to do, and if we're that celebratory drink, if we're that, you know, cheersing to whatever you're doing, like, it's a lot bigger than just tequila for us. We want it. It's almost a message in a bottle. We're trying to portray is what we're trying to do. Yeah, 
That's powerful. Mm. Dude, guys, we're going to end on that. All right. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that's great. Um, so tell the folks how they can, if they do want to check you out or wh- anywhere you want to steer them to, socials, yeah. websites. Uh, websites, unavitatequila.com, and all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Unavita. Instagram, Unavita Tequila. Um, we're active. Zach T. Conley. Yeah, something like that. Uh, Don't worry about me. Follow Unavita. <laughs> I'll put the links in the show notes. Yeah, put all the links. <laughs> I mean, we try and promote everything through, but yeah, both of our personal pages, we yeah try and do more of the process. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, pages. dude, did you guys did you guys have an announcement you want to make? Oh, yes. Yeah. So, not. Mission Taco Joint is a local restaurant chain. Very, very yeah. Great people. Um, uh, we did a private label collaboration with them. Ooh. So that will now be every house margarita, every $2 happy hour shots will be an Unavita uh, Tequila Mission Taco Blanco collaboration. Those are shipping out today. Oh, nice. Yep. Yep. Nice. So you're getting the good shit. Yes. So they got For a good six price. locations. Yep. Seventh is going to be open this year. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're growing like crazy. Yeah. Their food is phenomenal. It's incredible. Great. Yeah. yeah. So now all their house margaritas will be made with a little bit of Unavita. Nice. Nice. Good stuff. It's exciting. Right. Good stuff, Chad. Thanks for having yeah. us. Hey, man, I really appreciate this. No. I feel like I'm just getting in the groove now. I know. End it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. See, that's why Rogan is three Grab hours. another bottle. <laughs> <and let's laughs> you guys didn't drink nearly enough. I oh. know. I tried to keep my stuff together. <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. I understand. The cameras go on, dude. Yeah. All right? Yeah. All right. Hey, fellas. Thanks again, man. Oh, thank, thank you. I appreciate it. All right, everybody. Until next time. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed that conversation. I know I had a blast sitting down with Zach and Bryce. If you are getting value out of the show, do me a favor. Tell a friend. Bring us one friend. Also, leave a five-star rating and review if you haven't done so yet. And then go to YouTube and subscribe. Everything helps. So I really appreciate you guys doing that. Big thank you again to Convergence Media Group. Go to ConvergenceMG.com. Big thank you to Jumbo Superfoods. Go to JumboCBD.com. Save 20% when you use the code outside at checkout. And then, um, hey, go to ImposedWill.com. We have a full line of apparel. If you want to impose your will on life, which who doesn't? Who doesn't have goals? Who doesn't want to better themselves? I guess not everybody does, but if you do... We are the brand for you. We want to help you impose your will on life, whatever that means, whether that's playing with the grandkids or that's running that marathon or getting that promotion. You can do it, and it all starts with the mind. So go to imposedwill.com. Check us out. We have a full line of apparel. You'll save 10% when you check out, and uh, we appreciate the support. And then, um, hey, one more time, go to unavidatequila.com and check out their apparel and check out the tequila you will not be disappointed they have three options doesn't matter you know what your palate is or how you know what you like they have something for you for sure so go to unavitatequila.com and check them out and uh that's it guys that's all i have for you i will catch you next time i love you keep being amazing humans just keep kicking ass peace Mwah.